Welcome to Paint on Politics, a podcast where host Dr. Gregory Payne of Emerson College sits down with fellow experts to discuss the current state of politics, public opinion, and global affairs. In a world growing increasingly complex, communication and critical thinking is key. This only makes the Emerson motto, expression necessary to evolution, more true. Hello, this is Gregory Payne for Payne on Politics. I'm the Chair of Communication Studies, the first communication department in the United States, also co-director of the Emerson Blancarna Global Center. And I'm here with a colleague who was a star on the soccer field, and he's someone who's not too far away right now, Warren. Welcome to Payne on Politics. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Listen, tell us, uh, of course, I remember seeing you and Nico out there playing soccer, but what are you doing having graduated from Emerson? Well, I think first things first, I wanted to really get into the sports side of things. I was a sports communication major. I wanted to be able to work in the sports field in some way, shape, or form through Emerson. I was able to get a ton of different internships um, at professional sports leagues uh, back in Florida, professional sports teams in Major League Soccer, and so on and so forth. And so that's what I had thought, right? Everyone has a plan, Yes. but of course, life works its way out in different ways. So that was what I had really thought. And as I graduated college, I was doing things like that, getting internships, working here at a team called Boston City FC out of Malden right. uh, with Nico as well. Yes. And so what ended up happening was as I got more and more entrenched in the business, I kind of realized to myself, you know, as much as I love the sports communication side and the marketing and the advertising side and the social media side, I also really miss being on the field and I thought that being able to affect the game and the team or the or the or the program in a marketing and executive and maybe maybe a, a GM point of view would be something that I would really love but over time through you know just different people asking hey 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 come come help us coach here coach there I ended up getting into coaching a little bit more and really loving that aspect of it as well and I think having that best of both worlds was kind of what I, I enjoyed. And so I ended up getting my master's degree at Regis College in sports communications as well. Congratulations, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And so at that time, the deal was is that as a graduate assistant, you work for the school in some capacity and then get your master's degree for free. So my th point of thought was, you know, listen, let me just, let me just do whatever for the school genuinely without being rude I don't really care what I just would love to be able to get a master's degree in this and further this a little bit more because everyone and their mother was telling me well if you want to go further in this field you need a master's degree you need right. a master's degree and so when I got that my job was to be the assistant coach for the Regis College men's soccer team Congratulations! And just thank you and I just fell in love with it absolutely fell in love with it just hit me like a ton of bricks like just an epiphany wow like this is everything that encompasses that I enjoy and that I think I'm halfway decent at as a professional are actually involved in coaching. So and mentorship, teamwork, leadership, all those skills. Absolutely. And just rhetoric, mm -hmm. speaking every right. day, speaking to the kids, recruiting, which is all advertising, yes. all marketing, right? So being able to do that for a school like Regis College kind of got me thinking, well, you know, what can I do for, for, for a different school? And so that was the process of kind of how I got into coaching. And as I graduated, I had a decision to make, right? Which kind of fork of the road do I go down? And thankfully, with my next step, I went down to Lynn University in Boca Raton, Florida. Right. And I was able to coach 
top three Division II team in the country. So on the field, it was spectacular. But off the field, I was able to be involved in the athletic department, in the communications department, being able to work as assistant sports information director as well and help them run that side of it. So it was kind of best of both worlds sort of combining, which has so far worked out really well for me. I'm really enjoying it. It's interesting because you mentioned Lynn, and I just talked to a friend of mine last night, uh, Val Fabe, who was at Emerson, and now she's uh, in charge of the rhetoric department communication down at Lynn. So okay, wow. uh, there's that connection. When you Initially, you said you, of course, studied sports communication here at Emerson. Uh, you know, it goes without saying, I love sports communication. Spencer and I started the program. We've got great connections mm -hmm. with Stan as well as your coach in soccer. What was it about Sportscom that you enjoyed at Emerson and then I think if you, the second part of the question was you said the internships through various people that you had met. Uh, do you think that's a distinguishing part of it, that we connect you with that mafia group and that they continue to push you forward? Absolutely. I mean, I think first things first, to answer the first part of your question, you know, I went to a school called Berkeley Prep down in Tampa, Florida. It's the best school in the entire southeastern United States. So the standard was through the roof. I mean, most of my classmates growing up through through high school were speaking about going to Harvard, going to Yale, going to a NESCAC school, right? They were not thinking about communications, right? right. And so when I you know, really had that thought process, and one of the first passions of mine was actually screenwriting for film and television. And that was my first major when I came to Emerson. It was actually scripts and screenwriting for, for film and television. We see people bouncing back and forth, yes. Absolutely, and so I really enjoyed that aspect of it and so literally this is how intense they were about the school is they put our whole class which is only about 130 kids on a bus and this is around my sophomore year so 2011 and shipped us all the way up through the east coast into new england and has visit a bunch of berkeley approved schools emerson college of course being one of them so right. i came to campus and yeah, I thought it was cool. Then I, I saw B, Emerson, BU, BC, Harvard all in one day. So yes. it was a bit, you know, all mixed together. But what was interesting was when I realized that, hey, this screenwriting thing is a real passion of mine. I had a wonderful teacher there who, who galvanized my interest in that. She had mentioned Emerson and then the light bulb went off. Oh, I remember that school. Yeah, the one in Boston. And I loved the area and wanted to be here. And so... Of course, right, when you come from a school that pushes doctors, lawyers, practical things, yes, right? Yes. Emerson College and screenwriting is not exactly on their on their top list of things. So but there's a creative element of Warren that said that's what I need to do. Exactly. And I think it took at the time, thinking back over now, a ton of bravery to be able to say to counselors and people who were maybe suggesting you know, we're all fair play to them, you know, more practical things to do, was no, no, I really want to try this screenwriting thing and I'm really passionate about it. This is one of the best schools in the world for it. If I get in, I'm going to go and do it. And obviously, thankfully, I was able to get in and, and obviously the soccer compel, uh, compartment as well yes. uh, was, was a big part of it. And so as I went throughout Emerson, I knew that this was a place for me, being able to, you know, even though I did switch out ultimately from scripts and screenwriting into sports comm, the biggest thing for me was just having the flexibility right. to be able to get a full of a, a, a well-rounded perspective of, I did broadcasting classes, I did journalism classes, I did marketing classes, and that all is under the sports comm umbrella. So I felt when I was going to my internships and sitting in interviews and, mm -hmm. and 
and speaking to directors and CEOs and managers of these leagues and teams that I was very prepared. I was very much prepared. There wasn't, I was on it. There wasn't one thing that they could hit me with that I wasn't prepared for in terms of not just a soccer related thing, but just a sports com related thing. Right. And so it was a tremendous help for me moving forward. So you mentioned that. I mean, one of the objectives that we have in Sportscom is to have an immersive approach that you, of course, will learn the best that you can in terms of theories and practices in the classroom. But then we put you in, as you said, to those internships where you're conversing. Once you get out, you, of course, have those skills. Uh, would you say that that was one of the reasons or one of the ways that you're able to have this trajectory that has been very successful for you so far? Yeah, I, w I would say so. I think everything happens for a reason. Yes. You know, it's just one of those things where... At that time, I was hell-bent and, con and convinced that this is what I was going to do. I yes. was going to be a front office guy. As you know, there's many NBA GMs who are Emerson grads. We have and many. That yes. was part of my thought process. I'm going to do the same thing, but just for soccer. And as that kind of, I got deeper and deeper into that world, I fell more and more in love with it. But at the same time, realized that the professional sports world is very different from the collegiate sports world. There's different motivations, there's different, you know, there's different tactics, there's, there's a whole different way of how it's done. And you always think growing up, you know, if I'm going to be the best of the best, I want to be at the highest level. Right. Well, what's the highest level? It's got to be like the Boston Celtics, the Red Sox, the New England Revolution, the Patriots, teams who are in a professional sports league. And then I realized that, you know what, my passion for college athletics, and maybe that stemmed from being, you know, you know, it being so hammered into me as, as a high schooler growing up at Berkeley was really what I, I enjoyed about it. And in, in my experience being a student athlete here at Emerson and as I've gone forward in my coaching career, whether it's at Regis, whether it's Lynn, or whether it's across the common at Suffolk now, I've really enjoyed being, like you said before, that mentor to student athletes mm -hmm. and having sharing my experience with them and hoping that they also have the same experiences that I do. Right. Because I think that I'm not my greatest, I know it sounds very corny, that, oh, college is the best four years of your life. But my experience here as a student athlete and a sports call major was the best four years of my life. And so I would love nothing more than for all my players that I coach from now until I stop coaching one day to have the same experience that I did. Well, that sounds great. One question I would ask, because I think there are a lot of Warrens in the audience listening. And first of all, I would say, when we say pain on politics, we I look at sports as soft power. And I know that soccer does bridge the gulf, and it connects a lot of cultures that sometimes Absolutely. are divided politically. Maybe you could talk about that. But the other thing is, many people, when they're in a degree program, they'll say, "I okay, I'm doing screenwriting, but my passion is over in sports comp. How was it that you were able to say, I'm going to make that leap rather than just stick it out with screenwriting and then maybe do something at the master's level. You decided you're just going to do it and you did it. Yeah, I think it helped that a lot of my friends were making a transition as well. When I was here as a freshman, that was when sports had just started as minor. Right. And so that was kind of a, oh, you know, I've never thought about this before. This is, this combines all of my different loves sort of into one big pile. Well, that's what and, we were hoping for. Yeah, so and, so, and so, yeah, well, you definitely got me. So I remember speaking with Spencer about mm -hmm. it and him talking about the plans for the future of it and what it could hold. And ultimately, I think, to be completely honest, looking back, I think I was a little scared. I think I was a little scared of screenwriting yes. and going into those classes. And coming from Berkeley, I was, you know, 
everyone laughed at my scripts and thought I was funny and talented. And then you come into a room where everyone's funny, everyone's talented, everyone's got experience doing this. It is a bit daunting. It's it's a bit intimidating. I think when you know you you start doing your own research on the business as you do when you come to a place like Emerson, right? And you start realizing. You know, this is a lot like acting. You know, you make it or you don't. Right. You know, or you're pounding the pavement for decades, plural. And so I think from my perspective as a 19-year-old and my parents as well, they thought, you know what, maybe that's just look a more, not a more practical thing because, you know, sports comm is not a straightforward thing by any means, but this has more avenues to go to than <laughs> you're screenwriting, you're going to L.A., you're doing the thing. Right. Right. But it seems like, Warren, that what you've learned in screenwriting, all those skills you've implemented in terms of your coaching and the various types of roles that you've had, you're now across the common, as you said, at Suffolk. What is it like? Because as a, a friend of mine uh, used to say, he was president, interim president of Suffolk, Norman Smith. He said, you know, Lee Pelton and I sat in terms of the crossroads and actually the front porches of America. What's it like between Suffolk and Emerson? Two schools that I think we we could do much more in common. Absolutely. I think they are way more similar than people think. Yes. It is a very similar type of school. It is, I would say, in terms of the students I see there, in terms of the culture I see there, especially, obviously, the location, it is borderline the same school. The big difference, which we all know, is that this is a school for communications, this is a school for theater, this is a school for performing arts, which is more heavily specific on that. And Suffolk is just the antithesis of that. It is law, it is business, it is more practical, yes. you could say things. Yes. And so I think there needs to be much more collaboration because the schools are way more similar than they think and being literally on the same street corner is baffling that there hasn't been more uh, collaboration between the two schools. Well, I know one thing before we got started was uh, I'm very, very proud of Skip Perham, who is the, the director of the new sports management program at, at Suffolk. And I think with the ties with the business school and with the Celtics, uh, there's opportunities for us to get together. So, Skip, if you're watching this, uh, I think we're going to have lunch sometime soon. Let's think about that type of collaboration, especially at the graduate level. So, Warren, what do you see next? You're over at Suffolk. Um, I mean, if you're going to that GM position, or what, what's next in the Warren chapter? Well, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing now. I really enjoy the balance of you know coaching in college and doing administrative duties. I also am a, 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 a manager out at a youth soccer club in Massachusetts called FC Stars. Right. So I'm involved with them doing more behind-the-scenes stuff, doing more you know on-the-field coaching as well. But really collaborating that. I'm also the college advisor for the club as well, helping kids Perfect. obviously find their right fit. And so I really enjoy that aspect of it. I see myself coaching still for the for, for the future, but I think ultimately my goal is to be more into the administrative side, move into the administrative side at some point, rather that be an athletic director, whether that be through just, um, you know, teaching, is a huge passion of mine, which I would love to get started at and, and, and need to find the right fit for it first. But, you know, teaching, moving into the more administrative side, while also trying to, you know, coach as well, I think is the best path for me forward. And I know a lot of athletic directors, uh, Stan Nance, who we know and love, uh, being one of them, is someone who's coached for Dan. many, yes. many years. Yes. Um, moving on into athletic director roles. And I think that is something that excites me tremendously for the future is, is coaching is brilliant and I love it, but at some day, 
it will be time to to kind of move into more administrative things. I think that as someone who has loved academia as, as a whole, would love to be able to move into that role of things. Terrific. Now, my question to you, as uh, as you know from Nico, who I know that you are doing some coaching with, and Emily, uh, doesn't take long for me to say, would you like to be teaching your course in sports come back at your alma mater? Yeah, of course I would, without okay. a doubt, without yes. a doubt. I uh, would love to speak about, you know, presenting an opportunity in a class as well, in a, in a whether a class is existing or even creating an outline for a class as well that fits within the curriculum. Uh, I've been, I've had ideas as well that I've been brainstorming for for a while about different things that I've spoken about, and so that would be absolutely something I'd be more than more than interested in doing. Well, terrific. What I would say is it's been great to talk to you here on Paint on Politics. We look forward to having maybe a conversation with you, myself, and Skip, because we can use, we can lose or actually use. No, we don't, we don't want to lose. Use sports as soft power to connect Suffolk and Emerson with the opportunities that we have in SportsCom. Congratulations, Warren. We're very proud of what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Take you care. for having me on. See you once again on Paint on Politics. We've been very, very happy today to have a soccer star who's now at Suffolk, but his heart is still at Emerson College. Warren, take care.